Il or Kim Kim Song Il is the son of the guy who originally started North Korea People's Republic or whatever, and South Korea was on the rise and North Korea really wasn't there and he kept watching Hollywood movies and I guess he he needed a talent he had no no talent in North Korea because it was the ta the talent was not there so instead of just offering money to you know A list actors and actresses. You know, he uh, kidnapped one. It's honestly disgusting they have to look like that. If you have to kidnap actresses instead of just offering them money, like, there's yeah. clearly something bigger going on. Alright, welcome to the Fried vs. Tap podcast, episode 20. Very uh, excited to be here. I'm your co-host, Mike, the Napster Nabber Bisson, and I'm joined with... Uh, the one and only Mike Graham. Hey guys, how are you? Episode 20. Uh -oh. Holy crap, we're now... We were excited with Almost the test. Almost drinking age, yeah. <laughs> Almost drinking age. Oh, yeah. my God. It's very exciting stuff. I love it. Hey, Mike. Yo. Did I ever tell you, I used to think uh, woman suffrage was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then I found out it's the right to vote. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Women still have the right to vote? Uh, apparently. Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't guess. know that. Yeah, it's just a quick little jab. We're just having fun. Yeah. Um, big topics. Big topics today. Um, actually, I was watching the new show, The Dictator, on Netflix. How to, like, they go through each episode on what you have to do, like propaganda, you know, starve the people, oh, like stuff like that. I, I watched that. That was so interesting. Very interesting. Every episode was like a different dictator, right? Um, yeah, every episode it goes over a new dictator, but also at the same time they're also showing you each strategy. It goes yes. by per strategy, each dictator. Whatever they were best at, they would go over that episode with that dictator. So I'm on the episode right now where it's North and South Korea, or 60s and 70s and 80s, and at this point Kim Jong-un. Il, or Kim, Kim Song Il, is the son of the guy who originally started North Korea People's Republic or whatever. And South Korea was on the rise, and North Korea really wasn't there. And he kept watching Hollywood movies, and I guess he, he needed a talent. He had no talent in North Korea because the, ta the talent was not there. So instead of just offering money to, you know, A-list actors and actresses, you know, he uh, kidnapped one. So he staged a kidnapping staged the whole thing to, for this actress to come to North Korea to receive something or something and he staged it all and then kidnapped her and played it off like it was some someone else in the country and so he had his ex her ex-husband come over to find her and he was a filmmaker a big-time filmmaker in South Korea kidnapped him put them in prison for seven years six five to six years till they finally broke and they made 17 films for north korea yeah no, I, I i actually did now that you mentioned i did end up watching that how crazy and every one of those films is north korea propaganda films and because they're very obviously everyone knows they're very restrictive on any information they're allowing to their their yeah. people yeah those it's, are definitely propaganda movies yeah 100 no. they all are they're all Pretty much, he's like the hero in the majority of them, I think. The North Korean god, they created their own god. He comes from some mountain in North Korea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... It's, yeah. That's their god. It's like some animal. Wolf. It's like a wolf or something. Yeah, dude, they're, they're fucking nuts over there. I know they also have... Uh, they restrict pretty much all media. So, like, obviously, if they go on the internet, there's only, like, I think, a, like, a select few websites that they actually have access to. And well, they're heavily heavily uh censored and stuff like that and they're heavily they you know, they created their own internet and their their own yes. people aren't even allowed to go in or out of north korea yeah they can't they, you like, have to be like either 
a super high politician. And that's about it. Yeah. So like, you ever see like those like North Korean defactors? Or that's what's called. Yeah, right? defactors. Yep. Yeah. Um, so like, have you ever see like an interview? There's of I forget this woman's name. Very fascinating woman. But she left North Korea and she made it to the United States. And uh, she has a, she does like not TED talks, but she does like she goes around giving speeches and stuff. And we should pull, uh, pull up her name when we do this because uh, I'm not doing it justice, but. She's very interesting to listen to what she had to go through to while she lived in North Korea. She lost her whole family pretty much. Her, her escape from the country, what she had to do then, and her whole trip into the United States. Very uh, harrowing, I would say. Harrowing stuff. It definitely takes balls to leave your own country like that. There was a story just like that a few years ago. I think two or three years ago now. It was a soldier going over the DMZ border, the North and South Korean border. And he had like a... Um, there was something wrong with him medically, and I think he knew that, and he wanted to seek help for it. And North Korea was not helping him, so he threw his gun off and ran and ditched and ran to the border. And as he's running, you can see all the North Korean soldiers start shooting him, driving up in a jeep, getting off it, running. They're giving you blow-by-blow blow security cam from the South Korean border. And you can see everything. He gets shot a couple times, and he actually makes it over the um, the wall. And then that's when the South Koreans come in and like get him he ended up having a like a worm like a, an infection a worm in his body that was this long they took out they they saved him the south koreans saved him and everything really you know what this is unrelated but i actually watched a video today where i don't it was so someone took a praying mantis and they picked up the like, tweezers and they put it in a cup of water and it looked like they were going to drown it but what it did is it drew out this parasite dude this thing the praying mantis was maybe about this big the parasite, no lie, was like a little skinny worm. It was about that long. I seen that, did and I was that? controlling it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did dude, see that. insane. That's really cool. It, dude, praying mantis, those are fascinating. That's what it was. A parasite was in that soldier. Sorry. It was a parasite. Yeah. And it was like this long. Isn't that insane how it, that shit can get in you? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And it, he knew it, and, that, and they wouldn't help him. That's, can you imagine? I can. Having to abandon your own country people. for that? Yeah, dude. They're, they fucking, dude. It's... It's hard to not empathize with the North Koreans. Like, if, if you have to kidnap, I can't even imagine going living like the life they do. Like, it's oh. fucking, it's honestly disgusting. They have to live like that. If you have to kidnap actresses instead of just offering them money, like, there's yeah. clearly something bigger going on. Yeah, no, that country is, dude. That Kim Jong Un or Kim Un Jun. Kim Jong Il or Kim Jong Il was the father was the father before the guy now Kim Jong Un but I don't remember I don't know the grandfather's name I'm not too Dude, that familiar fucking that family needs Kim, to die. Kim Jong Sung maybe they need to die the fuck off like they need to like stop oppressing their fucking country it's only been three generations I so know, they're not even so new crazy. I know I don't even they should just be killed off they really should it's fucking insane that they're they're the parasites. They are literally the parasites They're of the, the world. Pa Dude, have you seen that movie, Parasite? No, I heard it was wicked good. Ah, I know. Maybe that's what it's about. The Chinese movie? Yeah, I haven't seen <clears> it, too. But you know what? We should have a movie night. Pop some popcorn. Ooh. Order some Pizza Hut stuffed crust cheese. Yo, I, yo, I low-key like Pizza Hut now. Dude, do you remember the Pizza Hut buffets? The $5 Pizza Hut buffets? I actually never went to one of those. Oh, my God. So early releases, dude. You know, <laughs> uh, you'd get out of school at 1230 versus like 3 or whatever. Dude, I remember every early release, we'd go to the Pizza Buffet, $5, all-you-can-eat pizza, desserts. The one in Amherst right next to Home Depot, Merrimack? Right on Amherst. Actually, no, and also Exit 1. My best friend's little brother used to work there in high school, and he would always tell us to come there. We never went. Dude, well, they also had the one on Exit 1 that's now um, Hibachi. It's a Hibachi joint. Which, Hibachi's fucking I delicious. I love Hibachi. Dude, it's so fun. I love watching them do the volcano with the onions. Oh. 
Um, and it's so good. I, I don't know. You know what sucks the worst is when, like, what some hibachis are not good. And it's like, oh, why did I pay all this money? Yeah, because if you go to a bad hibachi, dude, you're paying for yeah good hibachi. You're still paying for it. Yeah, it's not like... Because hibachi, so you're paying you're paying for dinner and a show. Show, yeah. And some don't even give you a show. I know, dude. I want the fucking shrimp flipped in my pocket. I want you to squirt a shot, you know, on my girlfriend's face or whatever. The shit like that. That's what you want when you go to hibachi. I tell the guy to shoot his best shot on me. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do, bud. Dude, but yeah, hibachi's great. I bet, you know, poor North Korean, they don't have hibachi. They built a um, a couple hundred million dollar ski resort, and they just opened it in like twenty sixteen for tourists. Right? They just shut it down. Oh yeah, like have you, I've heard like when they have like um just, they have to, like American tourists sometimes go over there. They just shut it down. Like, like no big deal. Everyone's acting. Everyone. They always say like people acting like they're putting on a show for the tourists. Yeah. So it's like they're hiding life in North Korea. It's almost like the Olympics in nineteen thirty six or Berlin Olympics. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, and they took yes. all the proper. They took all the uh, propaganda down. The Jewish anti-Semitic. Yeah, dude. That, I, yes, actually, I I watched them. Um, there's actually footage of Hitler at those Olympics. Yeah, where he's tweaking on meth. meth. Yeah, he's tweaking the fuck out on meth. Fun fact: Did you know he was injected with one milliliter of semen every day, along with his other s- concoction? Anally. No, it was through a a, uh, a syringe. Should have been orally or anally. His doctor. Can you imagine though? Come on, think of the doctor these people Hitler is hiring, and and one of the scientists said, you know what? Let me. Even though this dude already has semen in him, let's inject the semen one milliliter of it. His body's not doing it naturally, but let's do it ourselves. Every day, put a milliliter of semen along with the meth and everything else in the syringe into this guy's body. That's why this guy fucking died. I mean, come on. He's fucking, yeah, he's Look, got semen coming out the eyes. Brett Michaels took a little chapter out of that and started to inject himself with um, alcohol. And, that's and why, semen as well, probably. That's why Brett Michaels has diabetes. <laughs> Does meth give you diabetes? No, when you so inject alcohol, sugar, sugar into your oh, blood. Oh, yeah, he was doing, wait, I'm sorry, I guess I wasn't. He was injecting alcohol into his body. That if yeah, Brett Michaels talks about it in his book. He uh, was injecting alcohol no, into I'm his body. Gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if you're injecting alcohol, you might have a problem. Yeah, and so he said that it was the quickest to get fucked up drunk. But it's like, dude, you're putting sugar. Did in your he even try the, the 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 old tampon alcohol in the in the boof chair? Boof it up the asshole. The oh, ass like Stevo. Yeah. Your ass is supposed to absorb fucking sh- alcohol. And that's why I'm surprised Hitler didn't just get it from the tap, the semen. Would have absorbed it to his intestine. I'll be honest, I don't think he knew what was being injected in him. I'm pretty sure his doctor was probably just like, oh, it's uh, medical medicine or miracle medicine. Dude, that guy was probably awake for the entire war. Oh, I don't even want it. Can you imagine? Yeah, did being you actually... That, being that nutty? Yeah, dude, actually, this is kind of funny. Do you ever watch the Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer podcast they have? Yeah. Where every year they compete to get each other a crazier birthday <laughs> gift? I don't know that part, but I've, yeah. I've heard them a few times. They're so, funny. Yeah, it's like a thing. So this year, Tom Segura, for Burt Kreischer's birthday, he went on the black market and spent $22,000 on an authentic teaglet cup owned by Adolf Hitler. And it was actually pretty funny on air. He's, making, he's like, go on, take a sip from it. Like, <laughs> it's like one of those things. Like, it's a piece of history, but it's like, 
It's really funny. I love Tom Seeger. I think Tom Seeger is wicked funny, so I, I thought it was really funny. Well, I actually, I have a Nazi helmet, but it's only because my grandfather took it back from the war, the war. But he took it back as like a memento, like we got one of those bastards. It was like, I think a lot of soldiers did that. They took like, like you know, we got those bastards. So he took yeah. the helmet as like a fucking fuck you. Like, so we still have that. It's not like, I'm not obvious. I'm not a fucking I know. Nazi. <laughs> like, but it's a cool piece of history regardless. Even though it's evil, it's still remember, history. Remember Mark Furman, the racist cop that lied on oath about O.J. Simpson? They found all Nazi memorabilia in his house. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, I collected for history. Yeah, it's like okay, buddy. Like, see, like my thing is like a family. It's a yeah, weird exactly. family thing. I don't, you know, it, it's it is what it is. Like my grandfather, he was in the war. He got a fucking memento from a dead Nazi that he was proud to have dead. Our government even collects Nazi memorabilia yeah. and Japanese memorabilia dude, on remember, ships. Do you remember that time we went to that antique store? Oh yeah, dude. There was this antique so store. So many Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, and, and I don't know. You might not be familiar with this, but in the antique game selling Nazi memorabilia in Confederate. Confederate memorabilia might be different because that shit's worth so much because it was, it was all destroyed after the Union one. But Nazi memorabilia is like taboo to sell in the antique industry. And dude, there's this fucking antique store that, dude, it was cases full of. They had literally a framed photo of Adolf Hitler for twenty dollars. Dude, the Civil War is probably so expensive because it's. Because they're all destroyed. Well, no, it's because it's an, it's America. We went to civil war well, with no, each other. That's why the Confederate uh, memorabilia is worth more that's, than the Union. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So the Confederate memorabilia is worth more than the Union because it was all destroyed. So what's left is like just way more valuable. I, would, I don't. I would I, love to get. Like, I think. Like, I don't know if you could go to an antique store and buy that because just based off the price alone of it, you can. You can. There was one in a. Uh, Connecticut or Rhode Island, I saw a bunch of. There was a whole all-in-display case. It was all Confederate. They're wicked expensive, and um, they were. I, there was like a uniform, a Confederate uniform. Oh, really? And it was like fifteen hundred dollars. I definitely would have bought one. But yeah, well, I, I was thinking maybe you have to go to like a private auction or something more like that. It's not something you're going to commonly see in an antique store. Yeah, no, I definitely wanted to get that German, I don't, the uh, Confederate uniform, but they're just so expensive. One day I do want, I do hope in my house to have like a nice history room. I'm a huge history buff, believe Me it or too. not. I, I, we're actually both really into history. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I actually helped someone recently, a D1 athlete in college, helped them. I helped them with their history paper and it brought a lot of memories back, you know, helping them with this paper, helping this person with this paper. And uh, I love history. I'm, I always wanted to get a doctorate in history, but I will have a room in my house full of history memorabilia, and I'm excited for you that. You know what? That's something I, I kind of, that's one of my dreams in life is I'm more into, like, ancient history versus, like, you're more into, like, modern uh, war history, kind of, like. Um, yeah. I, well, I love any. Uh, I like all history, too. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, kind of one of my, I think I mentioned this previous podcast. I'd love to travel the world and see, like, all the ancient sites I, throughout the world and stuff. I guess my cup of tea would be modern history. Yeah. But, like. So uh, my, old, my old roommate used to be a history teacher. Yeah, that's right. We used right. to get hammered and just talk history. Do you know about the two Egyptian kings that were gay back in the day? Yes. They just discovered their tombs officially, I yeah, guess, and that, it's legit. Dude, yeah. I mean, Isn't that insane? Yeah, there's homosexuality in all cultures throughout the world, of course. The only reason why homosexuality is like so like weird nowadays is because what, what we were imprinted as our own culture. Yeah. We just changed it up. I mean, back in the Greek... The Greek, Greek times, they were fucking banging it was, left and right. Yeah, they were banging. They had men and women on each Dude, side. Dude, guys would have three dicks in their ass and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they'd be kidding me. They'd fucking walk in a line like this. Yeah, you, you ever watch Thor? No, actually. The new Thor, 
the new Thor Rock or whatever. The new Thor. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Because that's the new God of War game, too. Yep. And um, Thor goes in front of, um, not Hercules, um, what's his face? Who's the guy? Russell Crowe plays him. Oh, uh, I don't know. But he takes a knee and pulls out his dick. No, what's the god of um, thunder, lightning? Zeus? Zeus, yeah. He goes in front of Zeus, and Zeus literally has gay twinks and girls right on each side of him. And they're like, it's like, you know. So this is normal. It's like, come on, people. Yeah. We need it. We need it. I love it. And let's move on topics. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, well, actually, this is pretty cool. This is, um, I think this might have come out a month ago. or I, I, I couldn't find the release date, but... Marvel. I'm a huge Eminem fan. Slim Shady. I know you're a Slim I'm Shady I'm the real fan. Slim Shady. Please stand up. Dude, I've, I'm, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who he fucking deserves that, because he's what? one of the greatest... You didn't know that? He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, he got inducted. Eminem? Yeah. Proud of him. Dude, he fucking deserves it, dude. Proud of him. He fucking deserves it, but is he this in, is super cool. What? Is he in the Rap Hall of Fame? Uh, There is a hip-hop Hall of Fame. It's just not as big. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame started inducting rap acts, which some people are against. I'm all for I yeah. think if you're a great artist, you're a great artist. Fuck yeah. But, dude, so Marvel has an um, uh, episode coming out with him and Spider-Man. We should pull up the cover of it because the cover, I'm going to buy this and get it framed. It's so cool. What is it? It's literally a tribute to 8 Mile where Eminem's rap battling Spider-Man. Yeah, dude. It looks fucking cool. Rap battling Spider-Man? Yeah, B-Rabbit, dude. In a, what is this, in a video game? No, it's going to be a comic book. Wow, really? Yeah. Eminem's going to be in a comic so, book? So, because the cover of this comic is so fucking cool, I'm going to get a copy of it, and I'm framing it, and I'm putting it in my goddamn wall. Wow. It's honestly, I love Eminem. I love Spider-Man. I'm a huge fan of both. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Huge Eminem fan. I actually bought an anthology. I have all Eminem's albums, except for like, a couple of his newer ones. I like older Eminem. When he was when he was young, angry, and pissed off is when he was at his best. But he's still fucking... He's one of the best artists ever. He's very um, quiet nowadays. Well, he's, you know what? He's... But he deserves it because he has a, he's had a long career. Dude, you know, have you watched his daughter, Haley, has a podcast? Does she? Yeah, dude. She's actually... He did, you know, like, when you watch it, he did such a good job. You can tell he, Eminem is such a good dad because she seems like such a legit sweet person. She doesn't swear. She seems actually like... For her dad being an M Eminem, she does not seem like you would like a bitch. She seems very laid, laid down to earth. Well, I mean, she grew up wicked wealthy, yeah. so. But you know, some people in her position could have a fucking little bit of an ego. Yeah, definitely. So, but she actually seems like she's a pretty sweet girl. So that's good. I'm yeah. sure her dad, Eminem, seems like a real down to earth nice guy. Yeah. It, oh my god. So. I, yeah, I'm a huge Eminem. I've always fan. been a big fan of him. And he has those. Mod spaghetti, dude. If you ever go to Detroit, we're getting some mod spaghetti. Whoa, is that? Does he own that restaurant? Or yeah, something? really. Oh yeah, he oh opened it uh, last year. Oh, I want to go there. I love Eminem. Dude, I love Slim. Dude, in, I in love the how he played himself in uh, Eight Mile. Be Rabbit with Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Twenty Seven Club. That one is Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, she was in the Twenty Seven Club. Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, Amy Winehouse too. Remember her? Yeah, she wasn't in the Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, though. she was. Amy, oh, I'm thinking of Whitney Houston, but yes, Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse yeah. Crackhead from Britain, Amy right? Winehouse, uh, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Brian Jones, Crack David Alexander. Was she the crackhead from Britain? Uh, Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Um, who else? Janis Joplin. Oh, my God. There Again. we go. What do we do? Oh, wow. We do that a lot. I know. We're very We have like four or five times that we've done that. I know. If we were a woman, we'd be fucking <laughs> lesbos. Yeah. Oh, We'd be scissor sisters. I was talking to someone the other day, and uh, we're, we're both gay, this person I was talking with. And he goes, if we were two women, we would have been married by now. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I said, wow, it's so funny. We all think like that. It's, I, it t- some, a lot of gays think that about whip, uh, like lesbians. Well, that's the kind of funny lesbian trope is that lesbians kind of jump into serious relationships. Pretty, it's like, and I've met a, and I've met a handful of lesbians. They're like, we've been dating a year. We're engaged. It's like, okay. I know. And they never last. No, God, no. They never last. Never. Dude, those two women with button heads like that? Are you kidding me? Oh, God. And, dude, this is kind of... All right, we can... Here's what I'm thinking, all right? I'm going to say what I'm saying. You decide if it's got to be edited. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. But, here's the thing. If you're a lesbian, imagine if you're a lesbian relationship and your periods aren't synced up. Mm-hmm. So that means two weeks out of each month, you can't hook up. Unless you're having periods, so if you can't hook up ever then. Yeah, so so think about it. They're fucking constantly butting heads and getting mad at each other. It's gotta be hard. It's gotta be so much easier being like a gay dude, you know, just chilling around and hanging out, playing it's def- video games and shit. Yeah, it's very definitely easy being a gay dude. I will say that. Yeah, because we uh, yeah, it's very easy. Because dating women can be tricky, and like when you're a woman dating a woman, like my god, dating woman is like dating a puzzle. So dating together, they're probably like trying to figure each other their puzzles out. Dating a guy, we're just like, eh, what do you what do you want to? Uh, yeah, pizza, sure, pizza and Let's go. Jobs. Let's go. Fucking Friday night. Friday night. It's <laughs> a Friday night. That's what's up. <laughs> Friday night. That's so funny. Yeah, but I am very excited, even though this is a quick callback, I am very excited about that Eminem uh, uh, fucking comic book when it comes down, or if it's out, I'm definitely going to pick it up. Yeah, that looks good. I actually would like, um, if you go pick one up, do you mind grabbing me a copy? Of course. Of course. I used to have um, original Spider-Man copies from the 1960s, and um, some were first and second editions. They were all wrapped up and sealed. My dad, we had about 150 of them. Um, but I do want to make it public that my aunt Cindy Borden of Merrimack, New Hampshire, stole them, and I believe her son Graham Borden pawned them for the down payment on his own house. Wow, they sound like Lizzie Borden. Yeah, they're scumbags. Wow, that's pretty fucked. You know, they definitely stole it, so that's why I don't mind saying it right here on uh, Dude, national TV. Yeah, his radio. aunt stole his comic books and that's fucked, that fucked up. up. Yeah, we collected those. Dude, you know the original Spider-Man in mint, because you know they grade the comic books, so in mint condition, the original Spider-Man is the most valuable comic book on the market. It's one of, if not the. So I think it's like the original Spider-Man, original Batman, original Superman. We had an original edition of Spider-Man, and just that one alone was worth like $24,000, Yeah. The R like, is the one we had. And, like, yeah, and it goes by grade, so. Yeah, and I don't like know a, what this one, I think this was 1968 edition, no, so one of the months. It's, uh, I think Spider Man came out in 62. Well, I know, but I'm not oh. saying original, like, I'm oh, talking about okay, an original okay. copy of whatever that month or. Oh, okay, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, exactly. So, like, for one of the original, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. One, an episode from the original story or and whatever. They were all sealed, plastic sealed, everything. Oh, man, that's. Fucked up. It was insane. They were all in a plastic um, Rubbermaid container. You better call your aunt a bitch every time you see her. Dude, she also stole them. I saw I collected Steven Seagal DVDs and, and Daniel Baldwin DVDs. Stole them. And I had a Michael Vick signed Sports Illustrated magazine. As soon as he got out of uh, prison, he signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. He signed in with a silver Sharpie. They were $43 on his website, MikeVick.com. I bought one. It's like worth like $500 now. She stole all that. Oh my god, really? Can you imagine? But let's see, what else we got going on? We got a couple minutes left. And... Worst movies ever. Let's do that. Oh, The Core. The what? The Core. The Core. What's that? All right, so I got like three off the top of my head I can name. Okay. The Core is the most boring fucking movie. It's like they're drilling to the center of the earth, and it's just them in a cabin, 
in a big giant drill, and that's the whole movie. What? Who? When did this come out? Like 2001. Oh my god. That movie sucked ass. Um, another one that was really bad is this movie Open Water, which looked like it was gonna be cool. That does suck ass. That looked like they filmed it in their backyard. Well, no, you know, because they made it seem like they made it seem like it was gonna be a movie about these people trying to survive a shark attack stuck in the middle of the water. It was just them sitting there. It was them arguing about their marriage for an hour and a half, and yeah. then they get eaten by a shark. They like, could have fucking they, saved me an hour and twenty minutes, just had them get eaten. I didn't give a fuck about their marriage. Don't they get eaten after they save their marriage? Like they fix their problems? I, I don't remember because I fucking tuned it out. And I'm like, get eaten already. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care about this fantasy this fake family's problems not only was open water fucking boring it was terrible the fucking camera quality looks like they picked up the camcorder at walmart for 49.95 and fucking filmed this thing in the backyard with a lake yeah dude that fucking movie sucked i ass. couldn't even believe it remember in the beginning they had, they're in like a hotel i thought it was a porno at first oh you know what's another movie real quick that really fucking sucked is, and I saw this in theaters with my brother. And the reason we saw it is because, like, it was that movie Sisters by Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, my God. Dude, what was that movie called? Sisters. It was no. called Sisters. It was, it was 100% uh, called Sisters. No. You know, it was. Because I went to go see it with my brother because we were like, fuck it. We're brothers. We'll go see it. Is that the, No, it's called Baby Mama. No, it's a different movie. They're two different movies. Oh, well, they're in two different? Okay, my yeah. bad. Never mind. Sisters is the one where they tried throwing a high school party. Oh. <gasps> Yes, I remember dude, that. Dude, that movie dude, sucked. I saw it in theaters, and it was so fucking bad. We snuck out of the theater in embarrassment. Because I was like, I can't believe we actually spent fucking money to see this piece of fucking rancid shit. Tina Fey is not funny at all. Even Amy Fuller. They were, like, slightly funny when they were playing Sailor Palin and someone else on SNL. But I liked, um, I liked Amy Poehler in uh, Parks and Rec. Parks. Okay, yeah. She and Tina so- Fey, like, Mean Girls was kind of, it was pretty funny. Uh, so that was, that was a Tina Fey movie. But other than that, yeah, dude, they're fucking overrated, to be honest. 30 Rock sucked with her. Yeah, I, I never watched it. Even though I heard it's pretty funny. Alec but- Baldwin made that show funny. I'm so I can't say I'm surprised that you feel that way. He was the star of it. He was fucking funny. Alec Baldwin was the best part of Dude, that if show. They, if the Baldwins ever watch an episode of this podcast, they're gonna get a restraining order on you. Yo, we've talked about the Baldwins every no, episode. You've We've. <laughs> uh, no, who Jim, who brought it up? <laughs> you lying son of a bitch. You lying son of we a bitch. We need a Baldwin. You deflecting son of a bitch. We uh, is that the pizza? Know man? what you're doing? Someone's knocking pizza. You, you know what the fuck you're doing? You're... I'm sorry, they're so popular on every subject. You brought up um, dude, you're like that person who finds a way to talk about like, like you like if you went to Paris and we're talking about something, you'll find a way to bring up Paris. But you do it with the Baldwins. I w- if I was in Paris, right? If I flew to Paris yeah. today, I would literally find a way to bring up a Baldwin. And I literally bring up a Baldwin with my, anyone I know, my surgeon, my lawyer, everyone. I'm fucking aware. There's a way to bring up a Baldwin. They'll be like, "Oh, I seen a Biodome the other day." I'm like, "Biodome, really?" Let's discuss this. I'm more of a Pauly Shore guy, okay? If they bring up Dave Chappelle. Remember Dave Chappelle's half-baked movie at the end? Stephen Baldwin makes a cameo? Oh, you like Justin Bieber? Guess who's his father-in-law? Yeah, bring up... Stephen Baldwin! Bring up Kirk Cobain. Oh, you mean Give me they the song were both of the popular week. in the 90s? Song of the Week? Yes. Fucking Keep Me Hanging On by the Supremes. Diana Ross, one of my favorite vocalists of all time. We did our... We're actually... End it. We're, oh, we're, yeah, we're... Thank you for watching. Uh, check us out. We're on every fucking 
podcast network there is. So you, you know, no excuse unless you don't like us, which is understandable. Thank you very much. All right, I'm Mike Graham, your co-host. Thanks for watching episode 20. We'll see you guys on episode 21. Woo! Doodles.